is where we start from. Today we're taking a look at our sixth source, the spiritual teachings of the Earth-centered traditions, which celebrate the sacred circle of life and instruct us to live in harmony with the rhythms of nature. I don't claim to be an expert on the spiritual teachings of the Earth-centered religions or traditions, but I will share with you my story of what I believe they have to offer. Planet Earth is our home. And to quote pediatrician and psychoanalyst D.W. Winnicott, home is where we start from. During the Second World War, Dr. Winnicott served as consulting psychiatrist to the Brits evacuee program, which tried to protect and assist uh, children who were being displaced by wartime evacuations. This experience became the foundation for his life's work with families and he worked with children um, and much of his work has informed what we call now object relations therapy. Winnicott believed that a good enough home, which didn't have to be perfect, with a good enough parenting, which didn't have to be perfect, <clears throat> afforded the child a safe place to be nourished physically, psychologically, and spiritually, laying the groundwork for growth into a healthy adult. Each of us start from a home that's unique, and if we're fortunate, one that's good enough. Home for my first 11 years was 115 North 50th Street, Apartment 6, Omaha, Nebraska, an address I had to learn before I was allowed to go to kindergarten. I also had to learn my, learn my family's telephone number, 2945, which I'll no doubt remember to my grave. <clears throat> My mother and I lived in a three-bedroom in a three-room apartment with my grandparents who were custodians of the building. Despite the tight quarters, it was secure enough holding place to borrow another of Winnicott's terms, where I was cared for well enough by three people who loved me very much. <clears throat> Every night before sleep, my mother read me a story in one of my favorites. Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter Rabbit lived with their mother in a sandbank of a river under the dangling roots of a very big tree. Thank you, Amy. Our apartment was below ground, too. It was a basement apartment. And above our heads, water and sewer pipes ran, plus electrical wires so low that my grandfather had to stoop to pass under them. And the Cottontail's children father had like mine, as far as I knew, met with accident. During my very first years to our twilight warren, I felt safe from the threat of Mr. McGregor's sharp hoe. Each day held exploration and adventure. Every Sunday morning and on holidays, my family and I went to mass, and for as long as I remember, after the dishes were done and put away, Grandpa sang a song of thanks as he tapped out a dance of praise on the linoleum floor of the kitchen. I did not understand the words, but I knew that they were necessary and that they were holy. My grandfather had been adopted by the Pine Ridge Sioux family when he was 16. That would have been 1896. His father, William Madison Stilwell, had died two years earlier. His mother remarried quickly, and my grandfather as he described it, turned to drink. 
His Sioux family picked him up from the streets of Valentine, Nebraska and brought him to their home to sober him up and to heal him. My grandfather spent a full year with his Sioux family and returned for periods of time until he married and had children of his own. Each, <clears throat> each spring, my grandfather told me that the thunder beams brought the new season. <coughs> thunder, he said, is one of the four powers, along with lightning, wind, and cloud, the four old men who serve Evening Star and the creation of the world each year. My grandfather told me that all living things share the same home, earth, and the same breath. My summers as a child were spent on ranches in the sand hills of Cherry County. My grandmother was the oldest of 13 children, so we were passed among relatives like side dishes at a, pat, at a potluck. <laughs> at summer's end, my mother and grandfather came to collect us, and before we left, my grandfather and I always attended the big August uh, powwow, which was held on the Valentine Fairgrounds. Each year, I begged to attend the grand entry that opened the gathering. The drums, the drums sounded our heartbeats as the flag bearers presented the colors. A rainbow of dancers, feathered and joyful, singing and jingling followed. Sometimes we arrived in time for lunch. Powwows are the sharing of gifts and meals, gossip and good times, and dancing, of course. The women's fancy shawl dance and the girls' jingle dance were my favorites. Grandpa and the old people, as he called the old men uh, who he joined, friends or relatives, huddled together and spoke a mix of Lakota and English. But when they sang, it was always in Lakota. It didn't matter that I didn't understand, and I hung around for as long as I could. I still remember my grandfather's warm hand against my back sending me off to play with the other kids. At the end of the evening, we all gathered together in community for the circle dance that I've also heard referred to as the round dance. Time passes. When I was 11, my mother married my stepfather and soon after we, make, we moved to an 80 acre farm in Richardson County. And before long, without even realizing it, I became a pantheist or so I was told, or warned is a better word, by Father Lily, a Franciscan who taught religion at St. Mary College, where I left home to study. From there, I went on to make my own good enough home, first for myself and then with Frank for our family. Years later, I returned to college uh, to study Nebraska poetry, in which, like most poetry, the physical world plays a large part. One of the first graduate seminars I took at UNL was the literature of echocriticism. Echocriticism, formed from echo, from the Greek oikos, means home. It is the study of the relationship between literature and the physical environment. I began my study on Nebraska poets with contemporary poets and worked my way back through the words, works of settlers to find myself on the cusp of a deep and rich connection with the land, the sky and water of our own homeland. I learned that many of our land ancestors, including the Sioux, Pawnee, Odo, Omaha, Ponca, and others celebrate through song, 
ceremony, legend, and sacred stories, the belief that all life is one singular unity, dynamic and aware, partaking in and contributing to the spiritual life of the whole. For example, an early account of the rituals of a band of Pawnee tells a story of the annual thunder ceremony during which the universe is launched into its new year each spring. Heralded by the appearance of two stars known as swimming ducks, people came together to begin their wait for the first low rumbling thunder accompanied by sheet lightning, which marks the beginning of their ceremony. Swimming ducks also reminds the, window, the animals to wake up, to break through the ice and come out into the world again. Through the thunder ceremony, tribal members can set aside their isolated individual personalities and come together in harmony with the universe. All things hold the same or even greater privileges than humans. This is the sacred loop of life. As I studied the songs and rituals of ceremony, I came to think of our land ancestors as also our first poets. To extend D.W. Winnicott's phrase in my grandfather's teaching, our home planet is where we all start from. Many religions, including some native religions, believe the first human being, and some say it was a man, others say it was a woman, was made from the earth. Often our planet is referred to as Mother Earth, Gaia to the Greeks, a fertile and nourishing, loving mother who provides nourishment in many forms. Our food and drink and clothing come directly or indirectly from the earth. We are warmed by the sun, cooled by the rain. We build shelters from the bounty that she provides. I learned a whole lot during my study and completed my dissertation, but I had forgotten the power of the powwow until I attended the intertribal powwow on the Fort Omaha grounds in Omaha. Several years earlier, our family had experienced the loss of a child we were attempting to adopt. It had been a difficult time and I thought my grief was all behind me. We had now had two wonderful children who I loved very much. The intertribal powwow in Omaha was quite different from the small tribal powwow that I attended at a, as a child and was familiar with. But we also lived on the Fort campus and once I heard the drums, I knew I had to go. Here, in addition to many tribes represented, were students and many other spectators enjoying the September day. There were stands set up all around for the purchase of food and native crafts. The power of the ritual remained, I learned. And let me tell you what happened by means of a poem. It's called Circle Dance. The great circle dance of the September powwow is about to begin. <coughs> but this family has lost a child over the summer, and the grief must be combed from their hair before they can enter the circle. The mother walks the grasses to the west of the circle. The father walks the grasses, the other children, then the aunts and uncles of the family who lost one of its children to accident over the summer. They stand outside the circle and the old people come with finger combs and begin running them through the hair of the family, combing out the grief from the mother, the father, each sister and brother, aunts and uncles combing out the grief like snarls, casting out grief in tangles. On the north side of the circle, my scalp, 
tingles. It is grief caught in my own hair, and I must comb it out if I am to join the circle. I, too, use my fingers as a comb, pushing the hair up from my head and away so the grief can loosen. This combing takes some time. And the family begins to cry, and the old people, too. They begin to cry, and I, on my side of the circle, begin to cry. Tears and grief spill over my shoulders and run down my legs. Tears and grief spill over their, spill over their shoulders and run down their legs. The earth receives it as rain, takes it in as if it were her own, because it is her own. From it, she has already begun to fashion new children to send to us. We bow to the wisdom of the old people, enter the circle that we may dance. The sixth source reminds us there is much to be gained from the spiritual teachings of the many earth-centered traditions. And it's good to remember that we are fortunate to make our home here on the prairie, the continuing home of rich spiritual traditions. Our brothers and sisters of the prairie, Lakota, Pawnee, Omaha, Odo, Ponca, Winnebago, and others have much to offer us. There is a bounty of wisdom right under our feet. Earth-centered religions around for as long as there have been human beings, no doubt, be it pagan, Native American, pantheistic, or another, offer insights we might explore to enrich our own lives. As current residents of the Plains, we too can come together to acknowledge and celebrate the sacred circle of life, to remind ourselves to live in harmony with the rhythms of nature, and to join together to restore the balance of community in the greater world. We do not have to be perfect. <clears throat> we, do not everything, we do not need to do everything that we might like to do. Time is limited but we can secure a good enough holding place for all of Earth's creatures, including ourselves. We can honor the wisdom of the old people by making our everyday a reenactment of creation as we work to create a safe and nourishing place, whether we volunteer at Clinton Elementary or here in our daycare, as we recycle or work for, for safe storage and write letters for safe storage, Visit the housebound or work to preserve the aquifer, advocate for a fair and humane criminal justice system, or tend to the, seat, to the sick, participate in protests, drive fuel-efficient cars, add solar panels to our house, exchange letters with inmates, and write those senators again. The Earth-based traditions, the Unitarian Universalist Six Source, remind us that home is where we start from. Thank you and go in peace. <laughs>